Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to An Elegant Weapon. What you're about to hear will be An Elegant Weapon, episode 31. But before we get into that, I just wanted to take a moment to talk about something that affected me personally rather deeply. Uh, here to talk to you for a minute is myself, Jay, the Jedi Ross. Uh, back in 1993, when I was 16 years old, one night I was at home chilling out and my mother came home with a couple movies from Blockbuster Video. Uh, my mom was really good. She was pretty adept at choosing some pretty off-the-wall, oddball movies that no one had really heard of. And she had a knack for picking good ones. And one night she came home with a movie. And uh, being 16, you figure, you know, I'd be out wanting to do something or whatever. But it was a strange night where I just chilled in a room where we didn't often have a television. For some reason, that night we'd had a television. And I just decided to kick it with my mom's and and watch a movie. The movie she had brought home was called True Romance. So we sat down and we proceeded to watch True Romance. By the time the movie was over, I didn't know what to think. It had been like I was hit in the face with a shovel and was so stunned, I didn't know whether I liked it, whether I hated it, what I thought of it. It was just too much for my little 16-year-old brain at the time to over to handle. It was just pure overload. As a few days went by and the movie did nothing but mull around in my head, it was almost like nothing else in the world existed. All I could think about was this movie and I couldn't even figure out why I couldn't get it out of my head. The more and more I thought about it, the more and more I understood it. The more and more I realized why I became so lost in it. Uh, it pretty much took over for me. Of all the art I have ever been involved in witnessing or experiencing, whether it be any medium or media available, to me, the single greatest piece of art ever made by a man or group of people would be true romance, in my mind. It's my opinion. I know there's a billion varying opinions out there, but in my mind, it was like a cosmic coming together of talent. It was a cast unlike any other assembled and ever since assembled. In the beginning, Quentin wanted to, to direct that movie. The movie was written by Quentin Tarantino and Quentin wanted to direct it, but they didn't feel quite like he was ready for that. Uh, just on Reservoir Dogs and things, they just didn't quite trust it yet. And You can look up all the stories behind the movie but basically it came down to a certain director taking over the the role of director but the movie was in fact written by Quentin Tarantino no screenplay no story the movie simply says written by Quentin Tarantino most people are familiar with Tony Scott's work an incredibly visual genius in my mind uh, he tended to use this blue filter type effect. They gave this blue haze. But to me, True Romance is it. Uh, that cast of people, the words, the dialogue, the scenes, the artistry, the editing, the every little bit of it just came together in in a singularity of perfection to me. The movie has been there since I was 16 years old. I'm 35 now. And... 
So, you know, it's been more, it's been a part of my life longer than it hasn't. Over half my life has, has been involved with true romance. I stopped watching, counting when I watched the movie at uh, 300 times, I stopped counting. Used to be just lay in nightly, go to bed, put it on, so it's there. Because no matter what I went through in my life, it was always there to make me feel better. It was always there to make me feel like no matter what I was going through, no matter what I was experiencing, no matter how down I felt or what a loser I felt like, that movie was there to cheer me up in so many different aspects, to inspire me, to make me think that, you know what, maybe dreams do come true. And maybe there can be a happy ending no matter what. Even in a situation where a movie would probably have been a better made movie had it been made with a European mindset and Clarence did die at the end, as is a deleted scene, if anybody wants to check out, there is a version of Clarence's death if this really creepy shit goes on with Alabama afterwards. But anyways, I digress. The movie, for me, it needed it needed to be a happy ending. It just had to happen. I'm sorry if I've spoiled it for you, but it doesn't matter. You need to see the movie because the movie is an experience within itself and its particular experiences within itself. Everybody loves that movie for a different reason. This podcast you're about to hear was recorded last Sunday on the 19th of August. Uh, it was our th- 31st episode. Uh, you know, a nice little mellow episode, our pre-fan expo episode. The next morning, Monday morning, I wake up, check my Twitter first thing, and I come across the instant, tragic, devastating, heart-smashing news that director Tony Scott had, in fact, committed suicide. So, before we get started, I just wanted to take a moment and to say thank you to Mr. Tony Scott. You know, forgive my cheese. It's, It's not often my... It's not often I'm the half of this show that gets pretty emotional about things but this one hit me pretty hard so I just wanted to take a minute I wanted to express my gratitude and my appreciation for Tony Scott for giving me something that I know I will share with the world and share with myself and my own heart for the rest of my life for the rest of my life when I'm on my deathbed I hope that the song you're so cool plays through my ears and takes me into the great nothingness of nothing so this week Tony Scott I'd like to flick my bick for you. And say thank you for True Romance and all the other things that you've done to inspire filmmakers and people around the world. Tony Scott, you will be missed.
Hello, hi, hi, and welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 31. You were expecting for me to uh, spit out a... No, I was was taking a sip of my tea. (laughs) And after taking said sip of tea, I'm going to flick said bit. That's good times. I think we should get a a little water pipe from the L5J studio. A little bong? Mm. Because you like the sound of the bong? Yeah, it makes for, uh... You still get your flick of the bick. This is true. Pop up the volume. Okay. Down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And, uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mmm. Yeah, that familiar feeling. That something rank is going down. As in the movie? Yes, as in the movie. Yep, Triple H. I think that was like a precursor to podcasting. You know, I was actually going to put every. Did I put everybody knows in the last one? I was going to. No, I was going to. That movie couldn't work now because you can say whatever the fuck you pretty much want on the internet. <laughs> yeah. But he was pirating transmission waves. Happy Harry Hardon. Yeah. Remember the FCC was coming down on him? That movie was great, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I've watched it within the last three months, I'd say. You know he got sick from smoking so many cigarettes filming that movie? Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, excellent film. If any, like, you youngins out there are listening to this and have not seen Pump Up the Volume... Yeah, Pump Up the Volume is a good... Happy Harry Hard on. Talk Hard. We're talking... Christian Slater... Christian Slater, Samantha Mathis, and that's pretty much all that was in it that really mattered. No, there's, like, all the people, kids at school and the teachers and the parents, but I don't... They're pretty all forgettable. So that came out, what, same time around, like, Heather's, Heather's Time? Yeah, um, I think it was after Heather's, I can't remember. Gleaming the Cube-ish? Gleaming the Cube was early, man. A Brother's Justice. <laughs> but uh, this is our last show before Fan Expo. That's why I'm kind of trying to keep it mellow here. I don't know if you've clued in through my register use this evening. I'm also completely high as fuck, to be honest. It's, <laughs> I've been smoking dooms for the last couple hours here. So, it's Sunday night tonight, and Fan Expo starts Thursday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's real, real, real close. Greg Capullo has pulled his schedule back. I believe he's only there Saturday and Sunday. That's what I was reading. Right. Uh, so, you know, that that's going to make things a little more hectic to get close to him. Yep. So you're going to want to have to do that early ass, man. Uh, Silver Snail. The biggest comic shop in Toronto is uh, the Silver Snail Comics. Great place. Yeah, great place. They've been around, what, 30 years, whatever. I've emptied their bins of Max Comics once or twice. Now, in Toronto, the main street, it's actually the longest street in the world, but uh, the main strip of it down by the lake shore is like the main strip of Toronto, and that's Young Street. Young intersects with another... Pretty major street in the city, Queen Street. Queen Street Boulevard, west and east. Now, Queen Street uh, used to be like the trendy part of town. Uh, Queen Street West was all real trendy and hippie in the 60s and 70s. It was kind of like, you know, like the Soho of Toronto, I guess you'd kind of say. Over the years, it got 
just, you know, incorporated. How the, would, how the fuck would we know? We've never been to a Soho. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Well, no, I mean, like, it, just like the trendy area, you know, mm. with all the trendy shops and the and the custom shops and not just big corp shops. Like, now this whole street has turned into, you know, Foot Locker, Adidas. Oh, yeah, it's the boutique, of, boutique of the name brand Yeah, store. it's all, yeah, totally. It's like the yeah. flagship stores of all the big companies are yeah. there now, yeah. Same with Bloor Street. Now, Silver Snail really got to a point where it didn't even fit anymore. So they're like, screw it, let's go Metro. And they moved to Young and Dundas, which is the, you know, heart and center of Toronto. Did they go to Young and Dundas? Yeah, they're just right at Young and Dundas, man. Or are they a block or two over? No, they're like right at Young and Dundas. Nice. Yeah, they got a big right shop right okay. there. I think they're a block or two north or something, but mm. they're right there. They're right in there. 400 people showed up to volunteer. And there were teams. There was the Doctor Who Society of Canada. Mm. And they had their team, and they supplied a TARDIS for fun and activities. people every got a, everybody got a badge and a t-shirt nice and they just like did lineups of you know box moving loaded yeah. trucks walked all walked over to the new area they're gonna start i can't wait to see it so congratulations to silver snail to mm -hmm. uh that's pretty fucking awesome big enough literally yeah because that was it was a little shot man you could see how they could they definitely had room to expand and they could have more stuff in there and they were also going new. Apparently, some of the sales, they were selling, like, Star Wars action figures for, like, half price. And, oh, I'm sure there was tons of sales. Yeah, man. and anybody who helped move got, like, crazy deals, too, you know, who signed no up doubt. to do that shit. No doubt. So that's pretty fucking awesome, man. Yeah. George Zotti, I believe, the owner of Silver Snail in Toronto. No it's pretty cool. They have a lot of pictures. At Silver Snail T.O., if you want to check it out. And they got all the pictures of all the people moving and helping out. Man, we should have done that. We should have got in on that shit. I had no idea, though. Yeah. I, I knew they were moving, I just didn't know... I knew they were moving, too, the exact and I followed them on Twitter and never really noticed anything that was like, it's going to be a party, you know? Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, turned, it wasn't just moving, it was an event. Plus, it's not our LCS, so it's not like we know really, right? We have the best comic shop in the world. I wouldn't trade my comic shop for any other fucking comic shop, man. We have two comic book guys who are essential examples of the word comic book guys you know mm -hmm. they know they've been in that area forever doug and dave doug and dave at altered states comics Griffin even Bay. after a fire and having their comics or fucking 20 what was it Twenty thousand or two hundred thousand comics burned up because the store next door exploded two stores down Whatever, two stores down, exploded. Yeah. It happened to be the time when they were changing their comics from out of bags into new bags, so they were all just sitting there free, and boom. Oh, couldn't get more nightmarish. But they opened right back up, and they found a sweet new spot down the street. It's at uh, Lakeshore Road in Clarkson, right uh, east of Clarkson Road on Lakeshore. For anybody Clarkson listening Road from North. the Tirana area, you want to see Google some maps, real shit? Yeah, for sure. Google Earth that shit. 
great guys, man. That's, a, that's one thing that's fun about podcasts is Google Earth. Google Earth. Yeah, same with like comic books. Like when like they tell you like an intersection, and then you just Google Earth it and see if there's. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like I did with that uh, like X twenty three or NYX or whatever. Well, it was pretty cool how in the A versus X comics they had the uh, the thing that connected to the app. You know, you put your phone over it and hit the app button. And it would, like, make the con- that yeah, part the of the AR. comic move and shit. Yeah, the AR. Yeah. That's pretty rad, man. I like that shit. That's a neat idea. But I found one from, I think it was at X-23, where she was talking to someone in a diner, and so I Google Earth, like, the intersection, because it told you in the first panel what it was. Yeah. And, like, found the diner, but then there's, like, this, like, like nurse, like, orderly dude, like, just totally, like, posing for the camera as, like, the Google Earth mobile, like, went driving by. It's awesome. That's good times. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing to check it, like to look up, right? Because not only was the diner there, there the diner there, but you so got, the diner you actually the, existed. You got the guy fucking mugging it up for the Google Earth like camera. That's crazy. Yeah, I never caught anything like, like right that. in like the middle of like New York City. New York City. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of shit might go down when pulled off in New York City. Can't imagine what New Yorkers might do with. I've seen. I saw this Google truck driver. One of the yeah. first tweets I saw was like a check this out Google Earth like link. Some like street in like Pennsylvania somewhere. And like yeah. when you like scrolled around it was like two guys like doing samurai shit. <laughs> so when was the last time you you picked up comics? I haven't picked comics up since July. The last time I bought comics was the day that Detective Comics eleven came out. Right. So I'm a month behind, so I'm probably an issue behind, maybe two issues behind in certain things like A versus X. Yep. So I'm just going to get that all straightened out at Fan Expo, man, and take care of it. Yep. Save myself some tax money. I love you, Dave and Doug, but if I could save a bit of coin, I'll do that for sure. Yep. So I'll catch up all my books on like Thursday and Friday. Saturday's got to always just be fun time. Get all your shopping and all your exploring and hunting and, you know, all that stuff. That's out of the way Thursday and Friday. And it's great because they've given us, they added Thursday last year. And it's great because it's like your, uh, what's the word, like reconnaissance day. You get everything laid out and everything mapped out and you yeah. you, you got your whole weekend straight. It's a fantastic thing. I'm going to get this done and this done and go here and here and I want that and that. Yeah. Friday you come in, bang, get the big stuff out of the way. Start getting whatever art you want in line. Getting your name in line with artists who you yeah. want to draw on your shit. Yeah. And then figure out where your line is. A lot of people man. already have that shit done. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? Some people are hardcore, man. You yeah. see them, they're totally just in their own little world. You see them, and they're just. Yeah, like. All it's the like they're trying to are, smell all, comics. All the, all the art's already been sold before it's been drawn and the weekend's even started. Yeah, well, a lot of those, they all have their prints, right? Prints go quick and everything. Yeah. I think it was the dude that was like, uh, Doing Swamp Thing, maybe? Yanni, Yannick Paquette. Yeah, it was like 180 bucks for... Yannick Paquette was, uh, is gonna be there, too. I think he does Swamp Thing now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many other artists I can't even remember, man. Kit Fisto. I'm gonna have Kit Fisto. Yeah. Well, I don't need to get a lot this year. That's what's helping. I'm gonna have some money to spend on some beers and some hamburgers and... Mm. You know, because it is the way to go. You got to get out of there, have a nice hour or two lunch break, go to a pub, bang a pint, have a burger, feel better, you know, 
Yep. Burn one down before you get back inside over by the train yard by Steam Whistle Brewery there. And then you go back inside the Metro Toronto Convention Center. Just... And it's it's crazy. When you walk in those doors and you're all fresh baked, <laughs> you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's almost that feeling of when you walk out uh, when you're in a stadium like Rogers Centre and you walk past the, you know, the corridor that goes actually out to the seats in the field when you're yeah. behind by the concession. Yeah. And you see it, and you're like, oh, my God, and you forget how big stuff is and cool stuff is. And then as you walk out, it's like, oh. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. And I really hope DC's handing out those owl masks. Yeah. I really hope. I really hope. I could see them being a Comic-Con exclusive at, like, San Diego, though. Yeah. I'd still love to see it. I don't know, man. I heard someone tweeting about picking one up for somebody at yeah. last weekend. You were saying that. That's something. Yeah. So, uh, new sketch battle? Yeah, what's, what's that? Starts like? tomorrow then, does it? I believe. Uh, I gotta check the most recent rules put up there by it to swim to birds. But, uh, yeah, birds of prey. Pencil and ink only. Pencil and ink now? Yeah, I believe. Or was it? Oh, I can't remember. I don't know. I think it's ink. Or maybe not. I don't remember. I don't care either way. Mm. I'm fine with ink. Or not ink. I don't care either way. <laughs> Just do a Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically he's a bird of prey. Come on. No, I, I think... I don't know, man. Poison Ivy would look good in pencil. Mm-hmm. You know? Catwoman's just sexy. But I don't think I want to do that. Pretty sure I'm going to end up doing uh, Poison Ivy, probably. Batgirl? Batgirl? I don't know. I gotta check the rules again. See if it's pre or post. I don't remember. Mm. I'm pretty sure. He put a couple names. I think he actually put like five names. So maybe it was just the pre ones. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I'll refresh myself on the rules later. And then I will uh, Then I will begin to draw. Yeah, you asked me what day it started on. Because you thought it was... It starts tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, I had heard Wednesday or something, I don't know. But it's Monday. But do they give us a week to do it this time? Yeah, but it starts tomorrow. Yeah, so as of tomorrow, I have till next Monday to get right like in. three a day of them. Yeah, I should. I should draw a whole bunch and then see what comes out nice. Yeah, man. Definitely. I'm going to take this one seriously. The last one I did, I did that Superman like fucking 2.30 in the morning, tired and baked and just done. Trying to keep my eyes open. And it's like, shit, it's due, like, tomorrow. Yeah, I think you'd have the beers. I think you'd have beers, too. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex Ross, I can do that. Let's yeah. do it. And then the coloring is... He looked so much better before I colored it. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I should have just left it black and white, man. Yeah, man. Have you seen, uh, like, uh, the Batgirl pilot? No. What pilot? When? What? Yeah. From what? When did this happen? Sixties. Was it? Th- oh yeah, no, I I know of it. I don't think I've seen it, but I know oh, yeah, of it. I've seen it. Was Yvonne Craig and everything, right? I've seen it, man. It was the same girl, Yvonne Craig. The same the- cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like Robin yeah, yeah. was in it, like Commissioner Gordon, Chief O'Hara. Like, Batgirl was invented for the show, like Alfred, right? I'm pretty sure that Batgirl was invented Aunt for Harriet, the show, eh? Aunt Harriet. Uh. 
Like they were all in it. It was the Batgirl show. I think they put her pretty in the sure. comic afterwards, having been invented for the show. I'm pretty sure. Looked terrible because it was obviously just the pilot. Like, how did they get so much I Dream of Genie, but not that much Batgirl? Yeah, Harley Harley Quinn. She's from the animated series. It's so rare that you know something that late gets created and then just yeah. becomes part of canon into the comic book. After. I don't think it's that weird. It's rare, though. It's not weird, but it's rare. Yeah. It doesn't happen too often. And she's awesome. I thought of drawing her, but she's kind of basic. I kind of want to really sit down and draw, like, a, like a hundred leaves. See what that looks like, yeah. you know? Or, like, I thought about, like, Swamp Thing style, like, Poison Ivy. Yeah. Imagine her, like, half fucking mutated. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, petals of melting out of her. Totally. <laughs> Do you want to mess around with that? Doing the mess around. So we were in uh, <coughs> we were in Sparkle Girl Jen's town today. We were we were in the Hammer, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Went to our friend uh, Tim and Allie's for a nice barbecue. barbecue. Delicious burgers. Yeah, those burgers were dope. Yeah, organic vegetables. It's good, man. It's good times. Yeah, that was crazy. A couple heinies, and I went over to another friend after that, and uh, they offered me up a Corona. It's a nice little day of uh, the Offridge beers. It's good times. It was good times. Now yeah. I'm home enjoying uh, Mescliffe and my uh, my Earl Grey here. You know what I watched earlier? We can talk about this. Uh, you know how they do those Doctor Who specials? You ever see them? How like they're the like Christmas the aliens? Episodes? No, like uh, they'll do like the aliens of Doctor Who, and then it's like a few comedians and like fans. We're commenting and they're showing scenes and talking about episodes. It's like no, a little feature in documentary. There are half hour of them. Right. You should watch them. Today I watched one that was called. Is the it like what comes on like the after, like the after Doctor Who like shit on like BBC like when it goes live? You know what I mean? I don't know. After it goes live on BBC, there's like an after show. No. This is or, no. This is like a a produced like documentary type thing. Yeah. And. Okay. It's not in a live studio or anything like that. You know what I mean? I don't know if this is in a live studio either. I've never seen it, but... but this always... one was called The Timey Wimey Stuff of Doctor Who. Timey and Wimey? No, Timey Wimey. The Timey Wimey Stuff of Doctor Who. Alright. And it was all about the crazy time incidents. and the, It was basically an episode of people explaining how the fucking time shit has happened and worked throughout Doctor Who. And it was fucking mind-bending. It was crazy, right. man. He go here. Let me tell you this. He goes back. He decides one day he's in a museum looking at some stuff. He's like, I want to see the first words ever written. He decides that he finds the coordinates or something, and he goes to go back to see the first words ever written by human human beings. Nice. So he shows up there and he walks out of the TARDIS and he looks up at the mountain to see what the words are. Do you know what the mountain says? Hello, sweetie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's priceless, man. Yeah, we've got that sound effect. <laughs> but then when, uh, it's crazy that I didn't realize that the first time he kissed her would be the last time she kissed him, and that's why she got all weird. Because I didn't realize they're working well, the on opposite times. The astronaut uh, suit? Yeah, at the end of it all there. Well, you know how, uh, they're actually traveling in different times. Yeah. You know, the opposite ways. I didn't realize that. I thought they were both just jumping around. Right? So that was pretty crazy to find out that River Song and him were like doing opposite. So now I know why she was all messed up mm. when uh, 
she yeah. already knew. She's like, you look like we've never done that before. Well, we haven't. You know. Yeah. So that was sad. It has such sad moments. Oh yeah, really totally, does. man. Yeah. Totally. Well, like, what was that episode called where Rory's looking through the glass and stuff? <laughs> oh yeah, and she ages like thirty like, years. They, that that was part of the timey whitey. They explained they have that. To leave her behind. She waits thirty-seven years. You know, there's another episode where Rory waits two thousand years. Yeah, he's all centurion. Yeah. Yeah, man. They talk about that it's one crazy. too. It's crazy, crazy nonsense. Rory, you know, Rory. Rory. You're going to miss Rory. You're going to miss Amy, too. I'll miss them all. It's a good time. And the last time that you, you ever see uh, Piper. Even... You know Piper? Yeah, my, uh, Rose. Yeah. Have you seen the last time you see her? Mm, maybe. She gets sucked through this white hole into this like other dimension. Okay. It ends badly for her. For her, it ends badly. Didn't know that. Isn't it like it's, her mom gets left behind, doesn't she? On her Earth. Is like, so like, they still do shows with her, with her mom, though, don't they? Didn't they? I don't know about that. But I didn't know that she went out on a bad note. After Piper died? Like, she went out in a bad way. Like, he lost her. Mm. She got taken away. I gotta look into that more. Mm. And it's, uh, Star Trek Voyager, season five. Yeah, no, I watched it. Episode six. I did watch it. Timeless. I've been told to rewatch this by my brother-in-law, so I got to redo that to you, because he described the episode and I don't really seem to remember it, which is crazy. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I bet you it comes right back like to me. It's like a season one episode that like, you were talking about, but then you like. Well, he gave me the coordinates for it, so I was thinking about. No, he gave me the coordinates, so yeah. you know that's how it fucking rolls there. Yeah. Uh, last time we on last episode we hadn't heard ourselves on. On hybrid interest yet, had we? I don't think so. No. Have you listened to it since it came out? Um, that was probably 20 of the 40 minutes. He was, uh, he did real good, man. He cut that down. We went for like two and a half hours or something, and he cut yeah. that down to an hour. And he did it. He got it perfectly right. He got all the interesting crap. All the crap I hoped he'd I get rid he, of. I think did. he might have. Well, yeah. I, think I, started, cause I think I started listening to the Tito Ortiz one, but then it... Tito started talking all God and stuff, so then I like stopped listening to that. Yeah. Listening to hi- then listen to Hybrid Interest for like twenty minutes, and then I'd kind of listen to the forty minutes of podcasting that I'd wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be seeing Jay and Silent Bob get old. It's crazy. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, I should listen to a whole episode of that first. Yeah. I haven't listened to one in a while, but I pretty much, you know what you're in for. It's just those two going off about anything. It may have more structure now. I don't know. Muse has got like Muse news he does now and stuff. And we're going to meet the Boondock Saints this weekend. What? Yeah. I told you they're there. And Rocco. I'm Rocco. I'm the funny man. All three of them are there. Nice. Because Norman Reedus is there with Shane of The Walking Dead. He's there. But while he's there, he's also been going around lately with Sean Patrick Flattery and Rocco. Well, I think I need to take a minute. We need to pop outside. Get some water. Something to wet the whistle. You know? Wet the whistle. Man, I can't tell you how relieved I was when you took off your dress. You, you didn't have a dick. Stop being so fucking calm about all this. Go look in your house. There's a note on your TV and all it says is Dear Clarence because I couldn't run anymore. So I just said Alabama come clean. 
and just tell him what's what. And if he tells you to go back to Drexel and fuck yourself, then go back to Drexel and fuck yourself. Drexel, what's what's in Drexel? Please shut up. I'm trying to come clean, okay? I've been a call girl for exactly four days, and you're my third customer. I want you to know that I'm not damaged goods. I'm not what they call Florida white trash. I'm a really good person. And when it comes to relationships, I'm 100%. I'm 100% monogamous. You stay with one guy? Exactly. If I'm with you, then I'm with you. And I don't want anybody else. Now, I gotta tell you something else. What you said last night was one of the best times you ever had. Did you mean physically? Oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the whole night. I mean, I... I never had as much fun with the girl as I had with you my whole life. It's true. I, you like Elvis. You like, you like Janice. You like uh, kung fu movies. You like the Partridge Family. <laughs> Actually, I don't like the Partridge Family. That was part of the act. And I feel really goofy saying this after only knowing you one night. Me being a call going on. But I think I love you. Wait a second. Look, I'm trying to keep this whole thing in perspective. You just said you love me. Now, if I say I love you and just throw caution to the wind and let the chips fall where the main lying to me, I'm gonna fucking die. I'm not lying to you. And I swear from this moment forth, I'll never lie to you again. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean's next installment of Patient Clem. Oh, you're getting creepy on our ass. So, That's Johnny Cash. I'm pretty sure Johnny Cash does this, yes. Is this a uh, Johnny Cash song, isn't it? Yeah. So it's a children's choir. What's it called? Wayward Stranger? Wayfaring Stranger. Wayfaring Stranger? Who's the Wayfaring Stranger? Um, he's gonna be the guy that gets people to Australia. By a boat. Is he our hero? He was, I'm gonna say, at the end of the Shenandoah River. <coughs> and why Australia? Because um, that's gonna be hopefully the place where everyone's like not a zombie. Hopefully? Yeah. Do they have reason to hope this? Um, maybe just through news. News. Mm -hmm. Some news would have trickled on towards the end, I suppose, mm -hmm. then. So you can even you can even go from um, where we left off to just, like, a, a news broadcast of, like, maybe do, like, a three years later, whatever time later, and now there's, like, zombies. And, like, the news is telling you that Australia is, like, the place to be. 
I gotcha. To get to. I like it. The safest way to get there. Less. Is by boat. So. And the guys, and the, so. So this guy is taking survivors. Because mm -hmm. is Clem a survivor at this point, or? No. So he's saving oh, wait, people. Could you, you could make her, you could make her, like, she could wake back up. Well, I don't know. Yeah, she think. totally could wake back up. Right. I like that. I like that a lot. Because what are you gonna call it, patient club for her characters? Just yeah, she'd have to be. She'd have to know? stay alive, wouldn't she? Yeah, she'd have to stay alive. Or maybe she starts seeking yeah. out people she wants to she'd seek vengeance she'd on. She'd have to have a nice dress. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you guys, I, you'd picture oh, yeah. a dirty old pioneer dress, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, but sun, but Sunday miner's old, daughter but, dress, but Sunday old best, like old yeah. Sunday best. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. I yeah. can see that. I'm thinking more Laura Ingalls is what yeah, I would exactly, say. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know. Yeah. That's alright, man. There you go. But, uh... Patient Clem. But, yeah, you could even, like... Are you going to remember all this and could, edit it all together into, like, a soundtrack? I could... Uh, we could edit the podcast so it's just us talking and it, and it would be, like, the entire story of it. This is true. But it's more the, the story of how the songs kind of flow together. Well, then you can make it a fucking PowerPoint presentation. That's almost the art of it, though. It's <laughs> just listening to all the songs together and kind of putting yeah, a yeah. story together in your head. Yeah, yeah. Or kind of think what you were interpreting, you know? Yeah. Because you're going to have to pick and choose from certain songs. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, you could even, like... It's pretty haunting so could, far. You've you gone with... Even, most of your selections have been categorized yeah, as haunting. Even, uh, you could even make it uh, more modern and have it like guys that uh, work on um, just like a boat in like Virginia, because I think there are like boats in Virginia where you can like go and like work on because it was like lots of like old boats there and shit. You know what I mean? You know what I watched that, yesterday? That on you Turner could, that Classic movies. You could have movies? like the band that like plays like Cape Cod Girls. And throw it in Cape Cod. You gotta see this movie, Captain's Courageous. Captain's Courageous, what's that? Spencer Tracy, who was the first guy before Tom Hanks to win at back-to-back -back Oscars. One of those Oscars was before for... Tom Hanks, wow. Yeah, with Spencer Tracy. And one of them was for a movie he played a Portuguese sailor who befriends this rich kid who falls off a big boat and he saves him and teaches him to be a fisherman for months and... Yeah. Crazy old black and white movie, Spencer Tracy, but it was great, man. Sounds like old man in the sea. And he plays this, uh, whatchamacallit, a uh, humdiggery, I think it was he called or something. He plays a humdiggery? He plays a humdiggery, I think it's called. But it's like this instrument with like a couple strings and this like thing and like a crank that you turn on the end. It's almost shaped like a mandolin, but not. I don't know if it's an actual... I don't know if it's an actual instrument or not because they called it. I'm pretty sure a humdiggery is what they called it. Crazy. Yeah. But see this movie. It's pretty cool, actually. Because the Calliope is what like Weird Al plays on Yo Gabba Gabba. Like, have you seen that YouTube video? There's like Funny or Die video of uh, with Weird Al. I don't think it's so. It's called Weird. It's like a trailer for a Weird Al movie. Starring another guy dressed up as Weird Al. Really? Yeah, no, I don't think I've seen that. But Weird Al's in it. Really? Yeah. I gotta check it out. It's great, man. It's it's old now. 
You know what I was but thinking yeah, before? It's good. Really. Uh, to go back to the topic of Fan Expo. Like, I think the chick, the, the chick from House. Yeah. Not as, not like, not the chick that he liked, but like when the, his like first, like, uh, I don't know, nursing chick. Yeah. Jennifer Morrison. I don't know. Kirk's mother. Kirk's mother. She played Kirk's mother in, uh, Super, in the Star Trek movie, the reboot. Did she really? Yeah. Talking about Toronto and Fan Expo, there's something I remembered I wanted to say to people. Um, you know what I consider to be one of the best actual physical to screen representations of Toronto and is surprisingly meant to be Toronto is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, that's very Toronto. Yeah, it's very... I mean, it was like even in the Avengers there was lots of Toronto. Yeah. Was it Avengers? Well, no, the Hulk had a lot the, of Yeah, it. it was the Hulk, that's right. But... Those are movies, like, filmed in it. This place was meant to be Toronto. All the places in it are actually named the places that they are, except for, I think, the big club at the end that was What's-His-Name's club that he built, Jason Schwartzman. But Toronto it's Plus. all, you know... I've eaten pizza. Yeah. We've both eaten pizza out of that pizza pizza. Google Earth the dance That's right, by Honest says. But I think that, coupled with watching Old School Degrassi, that's Toronto right there. That's all any American needs to know to know what Toronto's all about is check... Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Like you want to throw, you want to throw an old school Degrassi. You want to throw gypsies? What are you doing now? You want to throw gypsies? I don't even know what I'm doing now. See, this is why you're dangerous with a laptop. This is why I'm gonna go back. But I think those movies really, you know, it's cool that Scott Pilgrim was meant to be in Toronto. It's fantastic, man. Yeah. And Casaloma, that Casaloma exists. It was a castle some rich dude made. However many years ago, in Toronto. Big giant place on the yeah, mountain. I've worked that school a few times, man. Good times. Like, there was, like, like, you know, like, the big parking lot that's, like, you know, there's just, like, that little, like, cut-off street, like, kind of like my street is, for, like, Castle Loma, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's, like, a big parking lot in behind, like, Castle Loma, and there's, like, a gate there, and I've, like, worked on that, like, so many times, like, I used to have the button for that, like, so I could, like, get in there, like, whenever the fuck I wanted to pretty dope. What is this? Dude, you know what's crazy, man? They were playing fucking... all this music while we're podcasting. There was fucking feet and heads floating up within just like less than a handful of kilometers from here. Yeah. Within the last body like, parts. Within the last two weeks. Like, I only started hearing about it once it got to heads. There'd already been a fucking foot. What the fuck? Yeah, it's messed up, man. Like, like, is that like, is that like, shit from last? Dude, it was winter? happening on the beaches in BC for a while. Foots kept washing up. Too. Yeah, man. I still they, don't they, think they know why the foots dude, kept they washing find, up. They find bodies here too a lot, man. Well, it comes up more so often enough. You're almost like it's not a big deal when it happens, and it's horrifying because it's never like that around here. Man, things changed after Bernardo. Like, but like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Like, you know what that I'm saying? Like, I used to ride my bike past that got... fucking house that all that shit went down and went on the like, way down to the beach at Port de Luzi. Like, do you know what it gets me thinking now? It's like, is this, like, shit from, like, last fall? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, is this the body from last fall? Yeah. Like, yeah. that they're just finding now? Like, is A lot it... of them are decomposed enough. Because yeah. I've read it in the newspaper enough that they'll, like, you know, like, hide shit in the wintertime. 
Well, it's hard so to get animals so that too. animals will get it and not people. It's well, stuff gets fleshed out in the spring, animals. right? Everything floods and, like, and like, bodies get fleshed yeah. out and shit. And you know? like the more friends you are with people, the more like stuff you'll cover them up with and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely people find shit, man. Like, it's, oh, yeah. Hey, um, why don't you, since you got the laptop open, why don't you look yeah. up the Fan Expo schedule? Sure. Let's take an actual look at it. Sure, sure, sure. And see what's going on certain days. It'll even tell us all who's there, and we can get excited about it. So it has been confirmed, and I believe it is Saturday night, but uh, Sean Nixon and Sean's neighbor Darren will be returning to the podcast yeah, yeah. for Fan Expo post-celebration times. I'm still coming for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want to see some new art, for sure. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be good times. Nixon's probably going to go crazy. So I'm you sure he's already started to. Guests, comics. Like uh, let's start with guests. Guests? Guests. Christopher Lloyd's going to be there, dude. Like, oh, yes. That's a good one. Christopher that's, Lloyd. That's a really good picture to get. Photo ops are just so expensive. Is that, what's his, is that CSI? Or, CSI uh, not CSI. Uh, what are they uh, called? Criminal, Criminal Minds. Yeah. Really? It looks like they're like just got thrown up, yeah. Oh my goodness! When are they gonna be there? Uh, I don't know. Aaron's gonna freak out when she hears that. Flashpoint. So is that Pink Power Ranger? Power Ranger? No, Pink Power Ranger's not even gonna be there. What? Oh, that's terrible. That's that's too bad. Who else are we looking at? Is that Rose McGowan? Yeah, LeVar, LeVar Burton. William B. Davis. The Smoking the Man. Oh, God. Mr. Cancer. Oh, look at that. Uh, what's his name? Janeway. Janeway. She's going to be there. Yeah. What's up, Captain Janeway? Stanley. Are they still that, saying that Picard's going to be there? Or no? Yeah, Shane, Norman Reedus. Is that, what's his name? Oh, that's John Carpenter. That's right. Yeah. So some of them uh, Firefly people... Sean Patrick Flannery, all three of the Boondock Saints. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. That's what I might do, man. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Chris Sarandon's going to be there of the Princess Bride and Jack Skellington. Nice. You know Prince Humperdinck from uh, Princess Princess Bride? But yeah, look, they're still... I don't know, it's supposed to be postponed now. Jason Priestley at the TV, like I told you. Jason Priestley canceled. Canceled. Luke Perry canceled. Hey, Patrick Stewart just says postponed, though. So maybe it's oh, oh maybe he's not not gonna be there. There's Captain Jack Shepard, I think, or Jack something, whatever. Who are you from just saying? Stargate Atlantis. John Reese Davies is gonna be there. Oh, I should get him to sign a fucking indie picture, man. What was his name in indie? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I can never remember. That's so pretty now good. we're on to, like, what, comics? Okay, artists. What artists? Well, when are those people going to be letters. there? It doesn't say. Kevin eh? J. Adams. Like, this isn't the actual... Let's look at the schedule. That's a sick fucking picture, right? Yeah. That Brian Nazarello with Rorschach. Let's, uh, let's go to the schedule. Just hook up the schedule. Because that'll also tell us who's going on when around. There it is. Well, who do you want? Comic guest, sci-fi guest, horror guest, anime? No, just take schedule first. Master schedule, comic schedule, sci-fi schedule. Let's do sci-fi schedule. Sci-fi schedule. All right, here we go. Star Wars people. Yeah, of which we haven't seen a single Star Wars person yet. Not one. Gillian Anderson making a rare per- appearance at a con. 
she's been going around this year, I think, you know? Christopher Lloyd, Back to the Future. I, like, watched, like, one and a chunk of those here. The DeLorean During machine. The elegant weapon daycare. Yeah, there's no Star Wars at all, is there? Mm-hmm. Alan Tudyk. He's that Firefly shit. There's not. There's nothing. How can there be nothing? Nobody? I thought the young little Boba Fett was so there. You might have to go art. That's just... That doesn't make sense. Well, David, David Prowse. David, David Prowse. Prowse. But I already have David Prowse, so that doesn't help me out. Damn it. But you can't say... Well, now you can't say there's nothing. It's fucking Vader, man. Yeah, Vader's there. But I already, I already done met and done... Hooked up with the Prowse Vader. Vader is a friend of mine. Oh, the Toronto Steampunk well, I'm gonna Society. Go straight to Sun- I'm going to go straight to Sunday. Hey, here, best-selling author well, Kevin go- J. Anderson. When is he around? When's he doing Whoa. stuff? What's that say there? This is Sunday, Kevin J. Anderson. Autograph session, 11 o'clock a.m. Sunday. Doing it. Nice. Doing it. What does AA mean? Where is that? Artist Sally. That means Artist Sally. He'll be an Artist Sally at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Nice. Kevin J. Anderson. Bam. Done. Mm-hmm. All over it. Kate Mulgrew is what Saturday at one thirty, Hall G, that's Q and A session. And so remember, that's her panel. Remember, that's her remember, panel. Should remember, we go do her panel? Remember Saturday at at one Sam Trammell. Sam Trammell is not going to be there. Why? Uh, why is all this speed dating getting so big at these cons? They're always doing this all the oh, yeah, speed that. dating. Look now. at that room eight hundred three B, at two thirty p.m. All genre speed dating. What's that yeah, all about? That's fourteen thirty. S- steampunk costuming panel. The what? The steampunk costuming panel. Yeah. And then oh wait, look the uh, speed dating continues again if, at yeah, seventeen hundred hours. Man, autograph session. Also, he's signing a few times. That's good. So we can nice. work with that. Yeah. Good times, everybody. That's Saturday. I'm not even going to be there for that. Doctor so Who's... Gonna... What's this say here? People might be uh, interested in the Doctor Who's Society of Canada Dalek Building 101. This is an introductory panel on Dalek design, history, and construction. During this forum, we will walk you through how to construct your very own Master of Death. We provide the information and access to the blueprints for all versions of Daleks and the methods you will use to make a cost-effective Dalek. This forum is provided by Mark Townsend, Dalek Dreadnought, and Rob Green, Dalek Oric, on behalf of the Doctor Who Society of Canada. Good times. Mm-hmm. I know that we have a few Whovians who listen to the show occasionally. Let's see, I, we get in an, I get in an hour early on Friday, so that's what, six you said? Yes. So there's a preview screening, Star Wars Mass Communion Prop Workshop. Yeah, but that's all, you can also get your... Kevin J. Anderson down there. Yeah, but that's... Oh, yeah, look at that. That's also at 6. That's at 6. That yeah. is also at 6. Because is he, is he even there on the Sunday, right? But yeah, we saw it on the Sunday. It was the first one we looked at. Jay and Silent Bob did old Hall G. Nice. Special ticket. Which we have for Jay and Silent Bob. Get old. God, I was also wishing that I was going to Ottawa to the next night to see Hollywood Babylon. Fuck yeah, we get to see them that night. Yeah, it'll be cool. We get to see some Jay. Yeah. I wonder if Garmin will show up at Fan Expo to check it out. For sure. Because he should, right? For sure. He should. We should ask him. I'll tweet him that. We'll see if he answers. Are you going to be checking out Fan Expo? Or are you just punking out and just flying into Ottawa and flying out, motherfucker? Well, I wonder what this would be. 
realm of Geiger, what? Um, drawn and drawn plastered. and plastered enters the realm of Geiger. That's pretty cool. I wonder what that could drawn be. and plastered must be the name of an organization or group that makes shit, and they're probably doing a Geiger themed session. Yeah. So what's up with comic book artists? Um, bam, Neil Adams. Brian Azzarello, yeah. Jay Scott Campbell, Greg motherfucking Capullo, appearing Saturday and Sunday. Jimmy Chung. Yeah. I bet Joel. you that. I bet you. I bet you some of these guys like, uh, like having having their Twitter could take up so much of their fucking time. Well, let's. Oh, you know Ryan I mean? Stegman's gonna be there. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Spider Man. No. Oh, yeah, Scott Spider. No, he did. Uh, well, yeah, but he also did uh, the A versus X variant, the Nixon bot. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, look for any Star Wars. Is there anybody Star Wars? Is Dave Ross even there? Nice. I can bring some of those. All Star Westerns. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hey, Pacheco too. Pacheco, Uncanny X Men. Yeah. So is that it, or... Is that it? Seems it's like, like there should be more than two that. Two pages, it's fucking Stan Lee. Yeah, what's he... Tony, well, okay, Tony so what's Daniel, his deal? David, he, David Finch. Okay, what's his time? We gotta know when Stan Lee's going down. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, location. But it doesn't say Celebrity where. Autograph Area X. Well, what times? There's gotta be times. You just click on Stan Lee. Can you just click on Stan No, you can't just click you on Stan You can't just click on Stan Lee. You can click on That's too bad. Maybe you have to go back to celebrity guests or something. But he's comic guest. So, is this comic schedule that you're on here? Yeah. That doesn't make sense, because that's not what the schedule we were looking at before. Master schedule? Sure, try master schedule. It's true. Okay, here we go. Now, I'll just look for... Okay. There's off-site locations, things going on, too. There's, uh... I'm just looking for the, There's uh, parties going on at the Tattoo Rock I Parlor. looking at things in bold. So what was this, just Friday right here? This is Friday, right. But we see no, uh... Stanley. No, that's Thursday. Stanley Stanley is... 7 o'clock, Hall G. That's Celebrity Q&A session. So that's just before... That's not signing anything. That's 7 p.m., Hall G. And that's Thursday night, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Okay, all right. So move on to Friday. Let's see if we see Stanley again. Tony Moore. Nope, not much Friday. But he it says he's there every day. Yeah. So I guess he'll just be coming out when he feels like it. Yeah. Sort of thing. Fifty-eight now, schedules. But now it's what Friday. Mean? But now it's Friday. Oh my goodness! This is getting complicated. Holy shit! This is still. Hey! Psst. Psst. Get out of there! Psst. I hate that cat. This is still Friday. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm confused. Like, if I go back two screens, we're, we're back at the same time, are we not? Like, how is this like Red Friday? What is Marvel Avengers versus X Men? How is that an event? There's gotta oh. be something going on, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but how's that an event? What happens? Are they gonna have people dressed up fighting each other? <laughs> Who knows? 
That'd be pretty awesome. We'll Where's Stan Lee on this one then? He's not here either. No, we have. He's already on been on Friday. One of the, he's already been on. No, he's either on a Friday or Thursday one. We're still on. We Fridays. saw him on Thursday. We're we still on Friday. This yeah, is only four o'clock. So far, no Friday. No Friday. No Saturday. Rick Capullo, two o'clock sketch duel. There's David Finch. Yeah. Schedule with Antonio, Greg Capullo, Antonio, David Finch, Antonio and Tony Daniels. Daniel. So some, like, Dude, that's a definite must. Schedule, Capullo, Finch, Daniel. Yeah. What? Yeah, 2 o'clock p.m., that's a must. We yeah. should try and get that for sure. Or the Kevin Janison. That's Saturday? Yeah. That's pretty I good. I can't yeah. do that. That'd be pretty cool to see. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. James totally, Marsters is there? You totally gotta do that. Oh, wait, I always confuse oh, James Marsden with what's-his-name. Is it James Marsden? Brian Azarello, that's a lot of my 100 bullets I could bring. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. Very nice. Yeah. I don't see why we're totally, uh, totally Sunday bombing evening. out on the Star Wars artists here. Or maybe I'm just missing one, I don't know. That's pretty crazy. We're looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, so what we'll do is we'll be partying it up. We'll be Friday night. We'll be seeing the Jay and Silent Bob get old. Uh, Saturday will just be Fun Fest. I'm going to squeeze in as much as we can as far as talking to who we can and pictures and all that good reporter type stuff. Uh, going to hopefully talk to a few friends who are going to be there. Uh, hopefully, we get a few words from Sparkle Girl Jen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we still might meet up with R2 and 22 and Canadian Fanboy. And uh, maybe even a few words from the Kingdom Man himself, Anthony Rutgazer. You got four. You got four days of it. Yeah. Well, there's lots of fun to have. I got a day. I got a day, an hour in a podcast. But you know, I'm also going to be keeping up on the adventures and the madness of what Nixon's doing throughout this entire, uh, you know, oh yeah, like weekend because there'll be some crazy deals going on. What do you people hear with this guy getting gets involved with? Yeah. And uh, also Sean's neighbor Darren, there will be frequent trips to the uh, train yards there for uh, refreshments of a herbal variety. Yeah. And uh, we'll probably record all those moments because those will make, you know, record what we can. I, I don't have a press pass, you know, and you know us. We're sitting here with our iPhones and everything. But, uh, yeah. you know, I will try to get what I can. I'll try to snag what we can. We had some nice moments in podcasts before of us from being in line and waiting and stuff. But uh, this is the big one. This is the big one of the year. This is Comic-Con North is what this is. Yeah. And uh, we're very excited for it. <coughs> well, I've seen people that have, like, different costumes for every day that Comic-Con's on. Really? Yeah. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. They're yeah, pretty, no, they're people pretty start good to too. switch it up. Well, these, co- these costuming, like, groups are starting to get pretty hardcore. They get big and crazy, man. Yeah. It's nuts. It's like those... Uh, I'm going to buy so many comic books, it's just going to weigh me down, and I can't wait. We take frequent trips across the street to a bar called Hoops, where they got fantastic burgers and usually beer deals. And, you know, we we, uh, we had a good conversation about uh, X-23 last time we were there. They made it onto one of the episodes of the podcast. Really? Yeah, we put it in there as one yeah, of the breaks. Yeah, they've been on like three or four times now, haven't they? A um, couple times. I think three, maybe. Three or four. I think yeah, it's like I maybe think it, it is four. I, I think it was like three or four. But they will return again, and that'll be uh you know the next weekend coming up, and I'm gonna take my time and edit that one sweet. But 
Also on Denerdat's Media Junk Food, uh, I plan to post a lot of, you know, reportage type stuff and pictures and things I saw and, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, anything else, you know? I don't think so. I don't really have a lot of shout-outs for this week because nothing too much has gone down. Josh and Anthony, thanks for uh, listening as always. They enjoyed episode 30 and, uh, you know, all those other numbers that fall under that number of those hit numbers that uh, hit the shit too. Thank you for hitting that shit. Comments. appreciate it. Comments, yeah. Comments are always welcome. Do you tell people to subscribe enough? I don't know what happens, man. It's, uh... I don't really care too much, but it'd be interesting to see what people actually had to say. I can't believe that that many people are listening to us and don't have something to say. I think you should care more. Maybe we're just such fluff that, you know, (laughs) it's just not worth the time, you know? Maybe we're not doing our job and ruffling enough feathers. Maybe we should get more political. Should Mm -hmm. I be more expressive about fuck manga? Could be. Could be, you know? But who knows? But uh, there you go. So check out all the adventures that will be coming on the next episode. So this was a nice little conjuncture into what's going to be happening soon. So check out uh, Media Junk Food. And uh, on Twitter, we're at AEW Podcast. We're also at an elegant weapon blogspot.com. And uh, we're also on an elegant weapon at podbean.com. Dot podbean dot com. Dot dot dot. So thanks again for listening. We love you. Uh, <clears throat> as Rocco would say, who we're gonna meet next weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side.